0: What's up y'all? Welcome to another episode of Melanated Memos. I'm your host Camille. Today we'll be talking about apologizing, just what it means to us, uh, what we learned about apologizing in our childhood, how we've been breaking generational patterns um, with how we communicate now. So without any further ado, let's get into the episode. Hope y'all enjoy. Peace. What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Melanated Memos. I'm your host Camille. Today, our topic will be apologizing, so we're just gonna go around the um, table and introduce ourselves again.
1: Hey, y'all, I'm Ashley. I'm back for episode two of this season. Hello, hello. I'm Julian. I'm back for episode two. Hello. So, people, is Ryan. Hello.
2: We am from last last uh, season, back to your first episode two of season two.
0: Um, so my first question that I had for everybody was just, was if the you apology as far as like, um,
1: I guess like communication and everything and yeah. I guess I can go. Um,
0: first of all, I'm
1: supposed to say like, I want to free us from the, my bad, apology. It's, yeah. That's really just, not necessarily, I feel like apologies have a component to them where it's like, okay, this is me stating the harm I've done. Mm-hmm. This is how I perceived it might have affected you. And this is what I'm doing to try to correct it. And yeah, it really just has to be that. I know a lot of apologies are just to make like the person that did the harm feel better about themselves but no it has to be truly genuinely about the person that was harmed Mm
3: -hmm.
1: yeah that's that's solid i think
4: just sincerity is the main thing that sincerity is like the main thing when it comes to apologies because you can tell when someone's giving you a half-hearted apology you can tell when they don't care Mm -hmm. that they did you wrong and that they hurt you so you need to have Meditated on whatever it is that you did wrong and whatever it is that you need to apologize about because, like I said, it's easy to tell when you get the half-hearted apology. So,
2: hmm. um, just... um, I really think that for myself, it just really kind of depends on, um what happened, so I guess it depends on the situation, how I see apology. so like if it's something small where it was just like, I don't know, somebody stood my shirt or something, I'm not concerned about uh, my bad apology, that's cool, as long as you acknowledge that you did it, it's like whatever, my bad, cool. Now if it's something that's more serious, then I would like a more well thought out apology. I would want you to acknowledge the situation um, Give me your perspective on the situation while you think that it wasn't as bad as you may really thought it was. Cause I probably because again, I also look at things from the two sided perspective. So I'd like to see what perspective you had. Um, maybe I was overreacting. Maybe I was, who knows? But I wanna know what you're thinking about the situation first. So acknowledge your, you know, your thinking and then also just still apologize, like even if I was overreacting is one of those things where like um let's I mean it depending on the situation, it may be one of those things where yes, I may be overreacting because that particular thing was very important to me. Um maybe it wasn't me reacting. maybe it was really generally I was hurt by what you did and I think you should apologize whether you thought so or not, um if it was important or not. So um also I just think so as an apology, I think you should also acknowledge that individuals everyone has different perspectives on things and whether your perspective was this or that acknowledge that even if it's so trivial in the moment it's a, dumb, it's a big deal so although getting your perspective on the situation and I'm um, saying like okay this is what I thought about it about the situation whatever I am still sorry for like diminishing your feelings on it like I'm sorry for um making you feel that way or hurting you this way, it was my intent and I didn't think that it was uh, you know, just get well I guess just give your perspective on the situation, the scenario or something like that. So I think that's how that's how I push apologies. Like I try to I guess see the situation, um, get my perspective on it and then still apologize for what I did because even though my perspective differed from yours, I should acknowledge your feelings in the end. Um that's how I see it. But yeah.
1: Yeah, and just going off of that, um, I know you said, like, sometimes you can say, like, hey, like, how did you feel about this? Like, this wasn't my intent, but I just want to be cautious of, like, kind of conflating intent with Mm -hmm. what actually happened. Because a lot of the times, you don't mean to hurt someone. Like, nobody just goes around trying to ruin somebody's day, but it happens all the time. So, even if you didn't intend to harm somebody, it still happens, and it's still deserving Mm -hmm. of an apology. (laughs) And not
0: one of the I'm sorry, but apologies. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I agree with what everybody said. I feel like a lot of what Ashley said also Ryan, with like restorative justice and just like focusing on the victim rather than like what you meant to do. Yeah. Um, and another thing I just wanted to say. Was um, just for me and apologizing, it's pretty much the same thing. I do think um, that my bad is not really a good apology. Uh, but I feel like when you are apologizing um, to somebody, it's just important to, um, first of all, like, you know, admit you and everything, and then time um, kind to of talk about, like, you know, how you guys can make up or how you can make up for it and everything. Uh, just acknowledging how you make them feel and everything. I think that's important and then as far as like how did you guys like growing up how did your y'all's parents like apologize to you was at the same time i I mean so yeah yeah um
1: i could personally say like i'm so bad at apologies like i will do everything i need to to try to like Prove that <laughs> like I didn't need to harm this person. I'll do anything. Yeah. Like I'll like cook for somebody. <laughs> like yeah, I just do not know how to apologize. I, I know how to apologize, but sometimes yeah. I just it's really hard because you really have to come to terms with like hey. My actions, like, really flat through this, and my actions still hurt somebody. Mm-hmm. So yeah, my parents did not apologize. Again, we talked about this in the last episode. Like after they beat you, they were just like, oh, "Here's some dinner." That's it. Like that was it.
4: There was no like apology, apology. It was just like, "You trying to go to the park?" Yeah. You're trying to, you can go outside now. It's like there was no like actual definitive. I am sorry that I did this to you. Mm-hmm. It was more just like. I did this to you, deal with it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'll say with I'm able to apologize. Like I've I've learned, I don't really know where I've learned it from because I guess it's more of my parents apologizing to each other. And then that's how I picked on on learning how to apologize. Because to us, nah, we, we good. We we are strong little little youngins, and any problem that they gave to us they fix it with some food or anything but seeing them apologize to each other that's I was like okay so that's how it should be structured. That's how we should do things. So it wasn't all bad but yeah.
0: Yeah. I am just gonna say as far as my parents, um well, it's kinda like my parents are divorced and so I feel like my mom apologized to me more than my dad did. Uh I feel like I kinda of learned from my mom how to communicate effectively just because especially in my later years, like in my teenage years, she apologized a lot about stuff, even stuff I didn't think was a big deal, or that didn't even hurt my feelings. So I feel like that's where I learned how to apologize from. I feel like
5: Um, I know like as I got like, an older and even like me as an adult now, um and that's like a well, lot more of actually apologizing now. That's like I uh, be starting to like, learn from like what a true apology. Means, but it's not really an actual apology. It's more so on lines of, I'm uh, sorry if you feel this way about love, which to mm-hmm. me is not necessarily an apology. It's more so like saving face rather than like being like rectifying right your mistakes. But you know, yeah.
0: Going back to what you were saying about, I'm sorry if it hurts you. I feel like that's the way that my dad apologized. It was just kind of like a blanket apology. It wasn't like, the, well I'm sorry that I made you feel this way. It was like, I'm sorry you perceived this that way, and so. That's how he apologized to me, which is kind of why I just believe it's important to be like, I'm sorry that I hurt your feelings because of the ballpark, rather than, I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings, so. Yeah, I agree,
1: especially if the apology just isn't, like, doesn't have the right intentions or doesn't have the right components to it. Sometimes it can be more harmful to the person that was hurt, because if someone, like, has hurt me and then they say, like, I'm sorry, you feel this way, or, I'm sorry, mom, mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know
5: you just not apologized at all. <laughs> right, or right. just yeah. for fair. Yeah. Yeah. I know for myself, um, because I feel like I have, like, apologized for everything, so, like, especially, especially when it comes to whatever I'm, like, um, if I had me, re- like, me, I'll say, like, oh, I had another meeting I would go to, and it wasn't really necessarily, um, accumulate stuff like that, or, even in a professional setting, whatever, um, if something pops up is, is it, for me, like, it's very important be very commutative and, but if the communication is not there, sometimes it just feels like you don't necessarily put the priority set, uh, for whatever I mean, you're doing. So oftentimes when we think about apologies, not just in a, in a personal relationship, but also in a professional setting, um, it always has to be this, um, how would you, I don't know the, like the term for it, but it's almost trying not to like double back mm-hmm. on a lot of uh, some things that you do because in reality all of us are super busy. And all, oftentimes like it's hard to compact a lot of the things you gotta do. It's because you gotta like immediately this, you gotta go to your tutoring section or you gotta like work at these specific time. So um, oftentimes... Well, they say you can't be 100 percent everything that everybody does um mm-hmm. so we actually apologize um then then not have to be like this like a long library things like sorry something came up and um i'll try to do better to make mm-hmm. sure access uh a top priority and just try to like rearrange like versus your schedule or other things in order to
2: rectify that error so yeah um I want to talk about the parents. So, so, my parents, they they didn't apologize when I was younger, but they have recently years as I've grown up, they've apologized for all their past mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one way that they just kind of rectified their mistakes in the past because they do realize they hindered us, hindered their kids in some way how their actions um affected us. So they got to apologize as a whole, and now they're much better at apologizing. In terms of what JJ was talking about, I think there's a problem nowadays where people over-apologize, mm-hmm. and I acknowledge that you should apologize for some things, but I think there's a thing of too much apologizing. So like um, the way that, for instance, like let's say, uh, cause I had this happen multiple times, but like I've had scheduled meetings with people who are underneath because I'm mostly in leadership roles or yeah. like, and they're like possibly apologizing about stuff that they can't pull. So like, for instance, let's say they just missed the deadlines. So I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. So, sorry. so I'm like, calm down. Cheers. Okay. I'm not concerned. Really not concerned. Like, calm down. Um, and I think it's one of those things where I, I think nowadays we need to give people more room for grace. Um, Cause I'm one of those people, I don't drink about deadlines and stuff like that. Things get done when they get done. And at the end of the day, you just have to adapt to whatever the new schedule will be, If mm-hmm. it doesn't get done. But also do acknowledge that, you know, you should keep deadlines as much as you can, but at the same time with busy people, things happen, things, life is, life is crazy. So there's no telling what can pop up at any moment. As I give people grace, as much grace as I can, um, now, that, that's not saying, like, it, slack off on every deadline, no, but mm-hmm. when things happen, I don't want you over-apologizing and me, because then I feel like, I feel bad that you have to, that you feel like you have to really put your full effort to me. Like, I want your full effort, but if you can't give that, don't apologize for not giving it, because people have, people can't work at full capacity all the time, and I just, I think that's just something that, um, has become a problem nowadays that people just over apologize, but also I think that it's come about because people back in the day didn't apologize, and so now everyone's like, Oh, you have to consider any, you have to consider people's feelings. So, so apologize has really become a new thing. I don't think we know how to navigate apologizing so much, and so I think, um, I guess I want to pose a question to y'all like, what do you think? Um, do y'all have a problem with over apologizing or do y'all think this you know um do you think we should mitigate when some sometimes do you think we should, should apologize so but that be professional academic social whatever a lot of times do you think that we apologize should apologize to people and then a lot of times you shouldn't because i personally don't socially i do apologize to my friends when i break them but if, like if i can't like meet them up for like us hanging out Mm-hmm. so i say well guys i'm sorry i can't, can't come that's pretty much as, as far as we can go i don't get into much detail but like the professional said i still not get as much detail but i go on twitter more like yeah this other meeting came up so i can't make this meeting with you maybe we could reschedule stuff like that As far as damage, like if i missed the paper i probably might get with me more detail like oh you know, you know this, this 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 i'm so sorry i cannot do that or that, whatever um so do y'all, so I guess that's my question, y'all, when y'all think y'all should, what are some, how do you mitigate that mm-hmm. between those things?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I used to have a bad problem with over apologizing, especially when I was in high school, like I was working in like this white professional workplace at the DA's office and I'd always apologize and say hey, I'm sorry I couldn't do this because mm-hmm. these are my circumstances and I'd really be explaining my thoughts and my whole life story to these white people. So <laughs> like, I really yeah. just had to tell myself that like, I don't owe any of these people an explanation. I can say, mm-hmm. "Hey, I cannot do this," and I don't even have to apologize. <laughs> it's yeah. really just something you mm-hmm. have to um, work with, and a lot of that goes back to what we were talking about on the last podcast episode about people pleasing because mm-hmm. we want people to accept us or we want people to be. Proud of us or respect the decisions we make or the work we do, but at the same time, when we're apologizing because we can't get something done or we feel like we should be doing more, it's kind of like harmful to yourself when you think like you're doing so much and you're burnt out, but you still think you should be doing
0: more. Yeah. I feel like going back to, you should have something else. I feel like going back to um, just Ryan's question, I definitely over apologize and I feel like half of that. Whole part of it was like everything too. And so things in my mind could be bigger than natural situation. um And going back to what Ashley was saying about um I'm short the VA's office like apologizing about not being able to do certain things. One thing that I kind of learned in high school and try to apply out instead of saying like, oh sorry for being late or you know sorry I couldn't do this, then like expressing gratitude like thank you for waiting on me or you know like something mm-hmm. like that. Um, so I feel like in social settings, like with my friends, I do try to be intentional about apologizing and you know, checking on them and follow up. I feel like that's something that I do pretty well, is checking in on my friends um, and just giving them grace. So I feel like within that, I've had to learn to give grace to myself, too. I'm not a perfect person, but I do try hard, you know. Um, and then as far as like academic professional situations, it's the same kind of thing, right? Like just trying to be like, if it's like I missed a quiz or I'm um, late for a meeting, just being like, hey, just communicating with the person, like, hey, I'm on my way, or hey, I'm running a little late, but I'll be there, thanks for waiting on me, that kind of thing. Um, so just trying to express gratitude and give myself praise, too.
5: Yeah, because, like, we're not robots. Like, it's oftentimes, like, for me, as someone who has to, I don't know, I wouldn't say has to, but someone who tends to, like, apologize, especially a lot of things that I can't do. It's, like, all of a said before, like, we're all 50 people, like, the... Um, try to like, pack a lot of things in, but um, uh, when I think of, like, over-apology, I think it's kind of like a trauma response, because I feel like as we, um, especially some we did not get either a proper apology or, like, some who feels like, some of feel like they might be, like, a burden or an impedance, especially if, like, we can't get anything done, because um, we even kind of, like, program, like, runs to kind of, like, be robots and almost, like, for people and just trying to make sure like you're not wasting people's time or anything like that. So I think that kind of like derives from that um especially if it's like an interpersonal relationship or a familial um relationship. Um that kind of like derives from um someone not being there for you or um someone you you thought you like needed to be counted on. Because like we've all had that feeling where um, some people have hasn't like pulled their weight or someone who has um not been there with you when you need them so um almost doing you know, like almost the inverse thing like you feel bad and that kind of like, derives from like us like over apologizing and things of that nature and um, um and just like Ryan was saying earlier that like it's important just to give grace for yourself because like you can't be everywhere 100% of the time if you were then well it's There'd be very little reason to apologize unless it's something's like very like their mental like you know you like fucked like up essentially, but um it's like we're not clones, we can't make clones of ourselves essentially. So I wish we could. Oh right. <laughs> that yeah, would yeah. <laughs> That's the case, be so much Yeah.
0: I definitely feel like also um, just going back to what JJ was saying about uh, trying to spread yourself in and like, be everywhere at the same time. That is one thing I feel like as a college student, especially at, being at Berea, if I can't do something, I feel frustrated because I try to be everywhere at once. Um, and I feel like just well, for me, I like to be busy kind of and just be involved in things. And so sometimes I take on way too much and I'll be burnt out. Um, so I feel like it's I'm trying to Work on too is that I realize like sometimes in um, my friendships and just in my relationship with people, I'll be overcompensating, and like going overboard, trying to like be in everything at once, and then I could be like, "Well, dang, I feel burnout," but I'm realizing like sometimes my friends are just doing normal things, and I'm the one going like overboard, spreading myself in, So yeah, I
5: definitely agree with that. I definitely can relate to that because like even like me, I'm about like. We- I've always had this, um, I did, I'm, you know, never doing enough or if like mm-hmm. I try to like rest or like try to actually have you know, sleep, like a normal human being, like it's, I always think it's like, man, I could be doing X, Y, Z right now.
0: Mm-hmm. I could
5: be preparing myself. So, like, once I get out of here, I'll be okay. And that sort of thing. And, mm-hmm. uh, Ryan's like, I do need this rest. Uh, and sometimes like, even just like apologizing for like smaller things or whatever things like don't pan, pan out pan out the way that you want to, like that's just really life. Sure, like if it's something that you definitely harm someone, um, whether it's like you know emotionally or verbally or any, like accidentally or anything like that, um, like of course you should apologize. It's just that personally, I feel as if if there's something in which like you can't control or like something that is like out of your hands like i don't feel it's necessary to apologize or if you're going to like quote unquote apologize just i'm um, just explaining circumstances and keep it moving like it doesn't need to
1: be this elaborate thing but yeah yeah um this just makes me think of a question i have for you all uh, we've been talking about just giving ourselves grace um yes we sometimes need to apologize to people but other times we don't and we just really just need to let ourselves rest so I want to ask you all how do you all apologize to yourselves like Mm. not as far as just like oh my gosh Ashley I'm so sorry but like what do you do to just what do you do to take care of yourself like
3: in these moments when you feel like you should be doing something else yeah Yeah. I'm not even gonna lie
5: I don't really get myself as much, like, I don't really give myself grace when it comes to, like, anything So like, to what like, your mm-hmm. questions, like, it kind of hit me because I've never really taken the time to actually, like, like, give myself grace for all the things that, like, I could have done. Because it's like, you could just, like, done this right and blah blah blah, and you, you end up just going down to this, like, downward spiral of, mm-hmm. like, um, maybe just overcoming or just overthinking about, like, all the mistakes that, like, you made and Um, you can, and sometimes I know for me it's tough to try to, you know, give myself grace because I kind of expect myself to be at my expectations or like exceed like other folks' expectations and even not even like other people's expectations but your own because sometimes you're your toughest critic and. Oftentimes, like, you're not worried about other people's, like, how you want to present yourself and that sort of thing. It's always, for me, it's kind of difficult to do that. But a little steps I'm going to take is just, you know, trying to stick to the basics, like, actually, like, sleep. You don't need to be doing homework at 5 in the morning, like, yeah. you can't, you're not and try to, like, have healthier sleeping habits. Uh, that's something I've struggled with throughout my four years of Maria and, it's definitely something to like try to get used to and try to be a little bit more social because that's always super introverted like i don't like going out too much and even like the urges i do like it's always hard to do so i'm just trying to be more out there so i mean those are the things that i would say you know like how i take myself or try to get myself break. so yeah yeah i feel
0: like for me who are just like apologizing to me, I journal a lot, um, just to kind of work out some of my feelings. I also feel like I'm definitely a high person who likes to work out my feelings with um, other people and just vent to kind of like sometimes I just need to hear it out loud so I can work out my feelings um, instead of always keeping it in. So I feel like that's how I process stuff so for me. I feel like it is a process though. Like I still am really hard on myself because I'm a perfectionist. And overthink about things so i feel like that's just something i've been trying to work on continuously and just be myself grace because so growth is linear and i'm better than i was yesterday or even years ago so
2: um for me i don't necessarily to apologize to myself like this but i if i make a bad decision in present time i try to make my future self's life a little easier through that bad decision so if I decide to put off a particular piece of homework, so I'm just not going to write this paper. Okay, great. I can at least let future Ryan's life easy by picking the citations. Like, okay, there you go. You got the citations. You know, now you just got to do the writing part. I'm not going to do it, but you can do it. You know what i <laughs> um, And so I think of, like, I think of something like that. So I have to, so the way I do is I pretend my future self is a different person but when I make the decisions, my present day decisions based on how they will feel um it's helped me in that because one it's made me think like okay that person in the future is going to have a tough time if i just don't do this or if i do it if i do this their life will be harder than that so thinking of myself as another person in the future though it sounds a little weird it's really helped in terms of like burnout and all that stuff like they say i'm right now i'm tired right now okay great future, I'm going to be probably tired maybe i should take a nap let them have some energy so they can decide what they want to do from there do some work whatever um, and then put my clothes in the wash right now so that you can just put clothes in the dryer next time so like thinking of a person thinking of myself as a different person in the future or just thinking of myself in the future since um, how their life can probably turn out based on my present day decisions help me um, do that so it's not an apology so to speak but I do try to make my life easier for the next go around because every decision is a it's going to affect my life in one way or another and i should be thinking ahead of how these decisions can affect it then but i you know i creep myself too like right? you know sometimes I just take that nap you know i got a thousand to do sometimes you gotta take it you know <laughs> I'm ready. yeah
3: i'm
2: tired i'm sorry you know my body is screaming and you go to sleep i should go to sleep you know whatever happens just kind of happens we we'll just figure it out we we'll wake up you know what I'm saying? So it's, a, it's one of those things where you just have to give, it's a, it's a grace thing. So you give yourself grace. Like um, right now you're not at your 100%. Do something that way in the future you can be. So like, what what can you do to help become your full percent, full 100% later on so that that one percent can probably do something better than what you're doing now? Um, so that's how I look at things. It's helped me in terms of all the shit I got to do. Um, it's definitely been easier for me to do that. And then, you know, I, I always say like before I do any bad stuff, like, all right, sorry for Tribe, but it's might be bad for you, bro. But we're gonna try to make it we're gonna try to make the list bad for you as we go on. So that's how I kinda of look at
0: things. Um another thing I was gonna say about um I guess like prioritizing yourself and everything like that is that um for me, just going back to what Ryan said about prioritizing rest, a lot of things that I say in my family, especially like when it comes to rest, is that if you don't prioritize your rest, your body's going to do it for you. And I've seen that a lot in my family, just like, um, I guess with health issues, I guess like kind of feeling like, um, we call it like feeling burnt out. Like it'll be to the point, where, like my mom is a single mom, and so I've seen her work to the point where it's just like hurt, she can't do anything. Like her body will just like scream for rest. And, and this case, like she just not do work that they are not doing because she's worked so hard to the point where it's like her out of the energy anymore um so that's just something that i've learned so i think it is important to prioritize first i don't really take naps i probably should but i also get like eight hours of sleep at night so so you don't yeah. yeah so you don't need to take naps yeah um, yeah i always thought that i needed to because well like a lot of college students do but
2: yeah don't take naps so you don't need to I'm yeah. just telling Do not take naps. Like, an that's too, you, get like you get your full eight hours. hours <laughs> like we are on average very much lower than eight hours of sleep. Like yeah. me and JJ actually probably running about like a good four to five hours, right? yeah, Maybe less yet. than that. Like was, yeah, about yeah, trust me, naps that, are yep. not necessary. They're great. Great nap take your long way. But yeah. if you don't have to, don't do that because exactly. it's very detrimental to yourself. So, it's, it's just not going to work out. You ain't going to enjoy yourself. Tell it. You don't hate Well, it. So <laughs> I'll be
0: like the first of like, I won't go to sleep because I
2: don't want to be involved in everything. Like, I feel like I'm missing out. And so, even if I am tired with those eight hours of sleep,
0: I'll be like, oh, well, I'm trying to see what
5: everybody else is doing. So, I'm about to stay here, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, like. <laughs> yeah, we'll take it. Take uh, like, I was actually know? reading the. God, I think it was like a, a TikTok. Uh, like yeah. I kind was of like trying to um they actually had like allotted times for naps mm-hmm. and it, i always found that interesting because um when you think about like um, pro- like the most like productive like um, countries they actually have time for rest and their work hours are far less than it is mm-hmm. in the u.s like since u.s is all about grind culture and trying to like put in as much hours as possible in order to do you know, the those results even though like even though productivity like let's say in the past like 30 years like mm-hmm. has uh, increased, and but uh, like wages have like stagnated, since like about the 70s and and that tastes like a mental turmoil So that's why like a lot of folks here in the u.s like get burned out so quickly mm-hmm. that's what yeah like also that in the u.s there's a higher risk of like amount of burnouts whereas in tag whereas in like and has a, has a medical field, and or just across the board, um, you see um, that's not burnout because people are working, like, being, not even just, like, your typical 40-hour work week but even, like, working 50, 60, 70, 80, like, hours a week. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's no really time for quote-unquote you, or even the little times where you can like, do that, it's not that it's very unhealthy. <laughs> and mm-hmm. even, like, um, Things that are associated with stress, like lead to like higher amounts of cardiovascular disease and higher amounts of anxiety and depression, and other um, things that then came like a uh, decrease in um, uh, mental emotional health too. So I think it's like important like take that nap if you need to. You don't need to
0: be everything to everybody. So mm-hmm. I feel like uh, what JJ was saying about naps. I'm pretty sure some of that can be a on the black. Page. Uh, so yesterday, JJ, Ashley, and I, and a few other people from Braid, uh, took a black hike at Brushy Fort. Um, it was basically based on this point we called "I Took a Black Walk," just talking about like black people and perceived white spaces and how we navigate that. And I feel like with that being my first time going hiking, it was dope just to be out there and hike because. I know that black and white, but I definitely have been like in the past. Well, I'm not doing that. That's why people are like outside. And so when I'm about to do that, you know, but it definitely was fine. I feel like it's something I definitely want to do again. But I feel like just taking that time to be in nature yesterday was what I needed. So. for a minute. Yeah, you're right.
4: Yeah. Shoot. What was like the main topic we was talking about? What did,
1: oh, you say, so what did you say? I was asking how you apologize. <laughs> <laughs> how I apologize to
4: myself? I just honestly, I be treating myself kind of nice. Like I'm not going hey, 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 I... hey!
5: Good for you. More power like, to you.
4: Uh, and all I heard, I got all this energy in life, you know, being the first year, and all that I heard mm-hmm. is that. Oh, that's nice while it's loud. Once these other years hit, then all that drink's going to be gone. And I'm just like, well, okay. So in my freshman year, as of right now, I don't really need to apologize to myself because I'm able to, like, balance everything pretty well. And I've acclimated to college life, like, a lot better than I thought I would. Mm -hmm. So if there is a problem, then I can confide in, like, my brother's, my older brother, who's been through college, and he knows, like, the struggle of college. And even my little brother, just to see how he's doing. That's always a good thing to just have someone to talk to and hop on the game. That's one. It's a good way to just unwind. And, yeah, but apologizing to myself, I'm all right right now. So there's no need to, like, <laughs> help you out with it. I'm good. I'm chilling. That's a lot last because it's all good, that man. I've heard is like, oh, that's some cool energy you've got. You're going, you going, you go, going but enjoy it. This is going to leave. So The kids are
2: all right. <laughs> 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 it's good. You know, it, it's a good exception that shit. Acclimated. It like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's good that that's the case. I think I was the same with my first, my first year. I was chilling. I was chilling. Mm-hmm. I'm a little touching it. It was a little touching here and there, but so yeah. I was, I was straight. I was good. So it's good to be that exception every
0: now and again. I yeah. guess. One thing that uh Ryan and then were talking to me about like as a first year, especially like even this semester, I like doing work looking. But like, I was like having a break, and so I was like, I don't have any work, I'm so bored. Like, I'm trying to have some work to
2: do, and they are like, oh. be nice. <laughs> it must be Yeah, they're like, nice. You better enjoy that break because, like, I'm an African American stage major, and they are like, When we get to your castle you'll be crying, so <laughs> you should ask for work. So, yeah, please, y'all no, never ask for <clears> work. work. <laughs> Why would I you ever have that? I oh, I could, I could <laughs> I, I, never. I, I, oh my please. goodness.
4: Whoa. There's nothing going on I could never there's nothing going on that is a blessing from above. I, mean, like, I don't know.
5: I mean I don't know how like I don't know how it's specifically with humanities, but like you know, as like a STEM guy, like I I feel like all like STEM students, STEM students, they really they've been going through it from the beginning all the way to like, <laughs> yeah. so, like for me yeah. like like I don't know I don't know, but I the concept of like rest and concept of like <laughs> like apologizing that sort of thing because when you're in an estimation environment it's almost like in a very i'm not going to say hostile but you're going to deal with people like folks that are just like as like a science field like we're so like focused on like making sure we have the exact calculations making sure that everything's so and almost mm-hmm. hostile in many ways so like the concept of apologizing is just like what like we got like things to do like we're just trying to like get to like a certain goal and like um even concept of even just like going to like rest because a lot of like STEM students like we just have a heavy academic overload we are worried about labs we got worried about um making sure that we actually get like observation oss- hours specifically for like your like your physical therapist, your life trainers and mm-hmm. all those sort of things. So like, we have like so many compounding things all over the place. It's just like the concept of like actually resting or like like being quote unquote board, that's just foreign to me. Like it's like the like, the, um, the idea is like oh, oh i like to work. Like, wa- work. It's like I want I want to work. It's like I want to break damn it! Like it's hard, <laughs> but, like to me um especially just like being that particular field, like there's just a different amount of stressors, and of course I'm sure like where you're like AFR, bar, police, or like wherever it is in humanities, is just as tough? Because like I'll be Dan if I like write like 120 page like about of, about that. But, like, that's just that's just like rough. Um, um, but at the same time, there's different stressors, and like some places are just built different, and like things like um, you know, can just get. Get through it and has to have a nice like balance and everything. But well, it's just going to be a lot more difficult. It's going to be different for how for everyone depending on like like what you're doing, how what works best for you. So like <laughs> so like in terms of like actually, especially for um, people who are listening to like like STEM age in particular. Like one thing that's definitely like helped me is like like the stress is going to be there. That's inevitable. Um, but it's the is more so how you view that stress and how you want to mitigate it to have time for you. Because there's going to be a lot of like faculty. There's going to be a lot of like health uh-huh professionals that you're going to like observe and things like that. Um, that are going to ask and demand a lot from you. And there's and it's okay to just say no. But like, just for just like just for like your own sake, um, because if you end up just like being a quote yes-man, and that's um, what kind of alluded to, like people-pleasing, like, you lose yourself mm-hmm. um, within that. You end up just being almost like a shell of yourself. Yeah. And that's like, and at that point, we get to that point where you're a shell of yourself, like, you know, not is how identity crisis is, like, who I am without this, who I am without, you know, all of these, like, different positions and things like that. So it's important just to, like, keep yourself grounded um while also just trying to like juggle a balance um try to have a better you know academic and
4: like personal life balance so yeah Mm -hmm. well well, i will say with that whole yes man thing (laughs) mm, mm, that is when i first got here that was like the motto. (laughs) i'm telling people like hey you want to do this i'm like hell yeah i want to do that you want to do this yes sign me up and now that i got like a couple months a month and some chains in i've retracted from that mindset (laughs) because hey stuff starts stacking and it's a lot faster than i would think Mm -hmm. i was like oh i can do all this i'm superman no i am not i am not that guy i am not so i've been able to get away from that mindset of having to uh, accept every offer that comes my way Mm because there are some that just don't need to happen there are some that are just too taxing and that'll just You know be on me like you know it doesn't need to be the case like i have solid responsibilities now and i think that i have gotten it right because i don't really have too too crazy of an academic load so i made up for not having too crazy of an academic load by getting involved in a lot of extracurriculars and stuff like that so like the music ensemble the theater whatever else it may be Mm -hmm. i've been able to like divvy up the time and still like find time for myself so Yes-man mentality needs to die because mm, I'm trying to have a good,
0: solid first year of mm-hmm. college. And I don't think being a yes-man will do that. Yeah. Uh, going back to what Jay said about saying no, this kind of reminded me of um, this yogi called Chat Yoga Bay. Uh, she has a culturally competent yoga center. I forgot where it was at, but basically she has um, her yoga is based on like black people and chat music. Um, and one of the things that she has, like, that she incorporates in her sessions is called Ratchet Affirmations. And I thought about how the first one is, like, saying no is a whole last, right, like, sentence. And so basically, like, that's it. Like, say no, that's it. It doesn't have to be, like, a, well, I'm saying no because blah, blah, it's just no. Right. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: see.
0: I always get really blown, and when people ask
1: me stuff, I'm just like, no. Period. But then I'm <laughs> like, oh, I don't know, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. So that's another thing. Like, how do I balance just wanting to
5: not have to
3: apologize and
1: then mm-hmm. feeling bad for doing that?
5: <laughs> See, <laughs> I mean, like, I know, like, for me personally, i said I'll just, I'll, I'll just out, you know, I'll be flat out now. i said unfortunately, I can't do that. Other commitments um, that I have to attend to. And if, like, another opportunity arises, which I have, um, my capacity is a little more receptive and I'll, um, Mm -hmm. be more open to that or something along those lines. Like I don't, for me, like if I, depending on like the person, like I'll have like that response I said earlier, um, to like, let's say like a faculty member or like my supervisor or something like that. But if it's like my friends, for example, if they ask me like if I need to do something, it's like, yeah sorry I can't do that. Or mm-hmm. like something or something like that. And or it's like someone that I'm not necessarily bomb you know, it, they ask me do you have know, to do something like, yeah, no, I have other things to do. Like and just like keep keep it pushing because um like I said like we're busy people, we got places to be and people to see. So um yeah. you can't like you can't be everywhere. Like, you know, like I said we can't clone each other and instantaneously. Like it's not like giant tests or whatever um, show. Uh pretty and we again to say I quote
3: people all the time, so Yeah.
0: One thing I wanted to say, Ryan, you can laugh at me. But one thing I wanted to say is that like over the summer I was like, oh yeah, I'm a hot girl, blah blah. blah. Oh, this talking to this dude on tinder or whatever
3: mm-hmm. and
0: he was so boring right so i was trying to add boring so he'd leave me alone and my friends were like that's not hot girl behavior at all mm-hmm. and so really not. like they were like because i was trying to act boring so he you know he just kept texting me and stuff you know and like looking back at it i should just say well i'm not really feeling you so like you have a good day or whatever or just like not seeing you at all but yeah during that moment i was definitely like oh well i'll add boring go just leave me alone that did not have to you for like two
5: weeks. Or you nice. or you could just, you know. I'm I'm not gonna say goes well, because that's not that's not I not why we <laughs> 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 I mean, <laughs> yeah,
1: just yeah, the mask. You okay. can, like,
0: your so your so your many other bus. steps you yeah. could take yeah. Tenders, just, I don't feel like it's it's I'm not doing I think I guess that this
2: I guess that brings up a question like how how direct that you are would you apologize, I guess. So yeah, how, well, just fair about How direct are you uh, with your apologies? Like, do y'all do the whole blanket apology and mm. you, like, uh, not address the whole situation, but you know, just how you know each other? I like so to. I do like you to oh. actually address that situation a little further, personal. Uh, I feel
0: like I'm pretty direct for the most part, I guess. Yeah, I feel like I'm pretty direct with my apologies. Sorry. Yeah, again for me, like I was saying, like, I'm so bad, I
1: apologies for like, <laughs> it right. So I was just like, oh, so here are all these things, don't right know <laughs> yeah. Like I'm so bad, like I feel so bad, and then I feel like I'm over apologizing mm-hmm. and kind of take some mm-hmm. sincerity out of it. So yeah, something I'm working on, especially what I said at the beginning, is just mm-hmm. that when I think of those two components I explained earlier, I really have to write it down or do something to actually make sure my apology has a structure, or else I'll just go down a rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah, yeah. Like I have to be direct. Um, whenever like I'm apologizing, like an issue, um, but it's also part like how you go about it because I know there have been times where like I know I've I know I messed up. I know it's my bad, um, and sometimes I kinda like kind of like what. Um, just at the heat of the moment, um, wherever I, like, I apologize, I just, I apologize, like, super direct, mm-hmm. but I don't really try to, like, mend, like, feelings. I just, like, apologize. I'll, like, apologize sincerely, but I would not take into consideration, like, how that's very perceptive to the person I'm apologizing to. Not me being dismissive, but, um, trying, not, I'm, I'm I'll put it this way. Um, the apology, was a true apology. However, like, the way in which, like, a person received it, for example, would not be, I did not take their feelings to account. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes it might, it might be a true apology, but not necessarily what they need at that time.
3: Mm-hmm. And
5: just, like, being, um, and for me personally, one thing that I'm working on is to completely, like, flush out, like, really like flush out like what I'm saying so that I can be a lot more empathetic and a lot more considerate of um, the person who has apologies po- apologizing to and their feelings. because um, I feel like it's important like to mitigate the harm that, that as quickly and as as fast as possible as quickly and as um, nurturing as possible without needing um, being like a back and forth especially if there's worse miscarriage misinterpreted, and I prefer to do face to face because um, it's easier to get those points off than just, like, if you're just, like, busy, and but, like you have to, like, set a quick text, because, honestly, just, like, texting in general, especially mm-hmm. you're trying to apologize, like, a lot of things can get, a lot of things can be uh, lost in translation, mm-hmm. and, like, oftentimes that, even if it's, like, an email and, like, trying to, like, Come across that way like um because everyone has probably read an email that like that seems cross as passive-aggressive or like come across as like, like, like yeah <laughs> Heard so. my last
2: email right <laughs> <laughs> so yeah That's like different.
5: so i like, often times like what you want to say might not come across the way which like the person who's receiving it mm-hmm. so it's, it's important to like try to keep that in mind um, whenever
4: you're actually apologizing to, um, yeah, whatever person. So, mm-hmm. um, and I guess going back to what Ryan said about like, how everybody is different and how everybody can have different reactions to your apologies, I feel like you need to like cater cater your apology like accordingly to whoever it is you're around. Because some people, you could sound as sincere as possible, but they will take that as like. And Mm -hmm. there's just so many different variables that come with being humans and having to like deal with how people be acting. It's really hard to navigate through this whole apology thing. So, mm, I think I'm pretty good at apologizing. I think I give some solid, direct apologies that can mend situations pretty well. I think I've gotten pretty solid at apologizing because I've made a lot of mistakes towards other people. In the past, you know, because my personality, I just be saying stuff. (laughs) That's just how it be. i just be saying stuff, flying off my mouth. I'm like, oh, dang, I said that? And I don't even know that I said that. Mm -hmm. So I have gotten much better at apologizing. So what I need to get better at is speaking more calculated. Because if you just let stuff fly, mm. Mm. Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're <gonna get> <laughs> over, like, you want to get locked over like a damn, like, like, no. rug mat man. So, I've gotten better at it, but yeah,
4: apologizing, they just indicated how people
5: are. Yeah, don't be a welcome mat and just have people just like I'm um, scraping over you, okay, and that I sort of thing. I like but, that's yeah, because yeah. there, there's some things to which, like, it's not a big deal while other things, like, like that's something you need some like, serious mediation for. um. <laughs> And it kind of like going back to this um, idea of like kind of like catering like uh, your response is that oftentimes, whenever um, some people have different modes of apologizing, so like I have like friends that who won't say the words I apologize, just say, hey, that's my fault, my bad, my fault, like, um,
2: yeah, and it's, my it's funny, bad. It's funny. Sure yeah, it's sweet to the point, yeah. 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 yeah, and
5: sometimes, um. That could be
2: just it. If someone would hurt you. Someone you in some way, You need to speak up right as soon as possible. Because it's one of those mm-hmm. things where, like, for me, your probably out of time And really. this at that point, it's just a lost connection between us two because I'm I'm not doubling back to mend your feelings. And I I'm I know what I did wrong, and I made peace with what I've done wrong. And although I didn't make peace with you, I've made peace with myself. So as long as I can walk in my body. Comfortably knowing that, okay, I made peace with what happened. But I'm not doubling back to, you know, that's just a lost connection. I think apologizing is really a thing to make connections between people. I don't think apologizing is one of those things that, you know, it, it's it's a moment. It, I think it's a moment thing. Like, it, it depends on what kind of connection you have with that person. So, you know, this person will be in your life for a good amount of time. Then yes, apologize for sure. But if it's like one of those, like, Oh, um, you know, I'm only gonna go in this point for like two minutes, three minutes or so. Mm-hmm. That's a my bad situation to keep pushing. Like I said, my bad in that point, I'm not going back to do a whole full fledged apology for you because you're hurt about that moment. Um in that moment I probably say my bad, keep keep it going. I, it's not my job to mean your feelings. It's not my job to make you um articulate that I want you. If that makes sense. Like I your apology has a time limit. Once I get, if I say my bad in that situation, after it happened, because I I do know what I've done wrong in that situation, I say my bad. But I keep moving. If you don't double me back and say like I really really was hurt by this, so I give you that full fledged apology. Mm-hmm. I'm not giving it to you. I'm just being with you. You just kind of, I mean, you gotta suck it up or you gotta make me double like again. You know, but you never me to my attention mm-hmm. it really really hurt you i'm not going to be reaching out for you that's just one of those things that i kind of learned like because it also it causes stress when you try to worry about other people's feelings like dang i really wrong this person man like it really it's really hurting me like really bringing me down all that stuff i that really wrong this person but like, when you never see that person again in your life now you're just constantly thinking about like that i really wrong that person maybe i should go reach out maybe I should that it causes too much stress and frustration and then you lose focus on other things that probably do need your attention and more so than that particular situation because we never see them again where they die you know what i'm saying so yeah I, it's one of those things where i just i put my, my focus on things that honestly is going to be affecting my life for a minute or so if, it's, if i've done something wrong to you you might want to double back with me like you know, tend
0: not really wrong in that situation, so I can give you that apology. But I'm not going to be reaching out myself. Is I'm not going to stress myself about it for that particular
1: reason. Yeah, I feel like oh you can go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I kind of have a different approach to it because I know some people like we may not like know how to say like something wrong like something really hurt me Mm -hmm. or like i really like am not okay with that but you Mm -hmm. just never say anything because you don't want to make the situation worse or you don't want to like cause more harm to yourself but as far as jj's question about how do you apologize to someone you haven't talked to in a while it depends on the intentions because if you're going back maybe say you like haven't talked to this person in years and you're just going back and like thinking about it all the time like I really hurt this person, and they could have already healed by now. That you, like, you're like the the person that committed the harm that's still trying to heal from it, and it kind of just makes me question like, what are the intentions of the person that wants to apologize? Like, is it just to make their self feel better? Mm-hmm. And if it's just that, there's not really a point of apologizing in the first place. So yeah,
0: I feel like, um, and going back to like what Ryan was saying about like you might have to double back. For me, this is a toxic trick that I have, but I'll be like, sometimes I'll be like, well, uh, I'll kind of like hint towards like, hey, like, oh. say for instance, right? Me and Ryan are hanging out, and I'll be like, I'm really trying to go get some pizza or something like that. And so I might ask Ryan, like, hey, you know, what are you feeling for lunch or whatever? I'm really feeling pizza. And then Ryan says, well, I want Mexican food. I'll be like, well, that's that. And then... Cool. We'll go do that. Yeah. And then, <laughs> I would never say, really, like, well, I was really feeling this. You know, I would just be like, well, they didn't pick up on my head so this is about to <laughs> do this. So, yeah. yeah can like, I yeah. Um, yeah. That's something that I've been working on too, but I'm definitely a person, so I've been trying to be more like, if something just bothered me, then just say, hey, like, you know, this is how it took so and so. I feel like a reason why I haven't really. Been, are why well, i don't really talk about those things or might have a hard time talking about those things it's just because i had this like oh well i don't want to bring it up and then she's like i'm tripping, and then you know my relationship changes so mm-hmm. i'm just going like as i gonna let it go but, <laughs> yeah
4: well, um, i feel like with um apologizing to people that you haven't If they have already moved on, they most definitely, probably, like more often than not, they've moved on. They've forgotten mm-hmm. about it. It's been a certain <clears time. throat> and a apology is just gonna be like, where did this mm-hmm. come from? Mm-hmm. Why mm-hmm. are you giving this to me? Like, mm-hmm. if you didn't do it, then nothing's gonna change and make mm-hmm. you care more about it in the future than when it like initially happened. Gonna really affect them. So, yeah, it's just it's just weird. If you like. <sighs> I don't know. That's the only way I can put it. Just... <laughs> Why would you do that? Yeah. Just let it go. Y'all both moving on. Y'all both moving on. y'all different avenues of life and whatever. There's no need to just bring up old
5: drama. Yeah. yeah no, there, no there. There's no need to reopen a old wounds. Yeah. Yeah. I, miss, yeah. I, well. yeah. I don't know. Like, like for me, it's that's something that like I've struggled with because like I because obviously like at that point um like because everyone's grown especially um as like move on and that sort of thing and then like you sometimes literally like you're like damn i'm have fucked up um, a little bit you know or like or like even though you knew that like you like messed up with that sort of thing but you never really articulated that person you feel kind of that but at the same time it's like it's been so long it just feels kind of like why yeah like yeah. because it feels like self brandizing in a way where it's like it's more so like for your own sake rather than them. so you're just kind of like you you just gotta feel not as they feel like guilt but mm-hmm. it's more so like damn like you really like made this baby but you didn't like mitigate at the time because whether it's like for pride reasons or whatever is like um you felt like way further down like trying to address it because it also depends on the person. if it's someone that like if it's like an ex or like yeah if it's like an ex or like yeah. in a relationship or sort of thing like maybe for, and depending on like how you are in terms like hmm. i mean more or less than a lot don't do it yeah because it's just like no you don't need to do it but someone like what ryan was saying like someone that's definitely there for like the long run someone you need to be in, like communication with or that sort of thing yeah like but also it really just depends on the person but more like than not just don't <laughs>
4: anyway. uh, I think something you said with pride that has such a huge thing to do with apologizing because mm-hmm. sometimes you just you just don't feel like you're wrong like <laughs> you just don't feel like you're wrong no matter what the opposition mm-hmm. says no matter how many people like hey, you kind of must not nah, pride is so it's such a powerful emotion man. Mm-hmm. It can really, really cut ties that don't need to be cut. Like, yeah, I I was talking to Mr. Keith. Not to put him on blast or anything. (laughs) (laughs) He he said that he cannot, he cannot, like forgive. Like he, it's just really hard for him to forgive Mm -hmm. people that have wronged him. Mm -hmm. And he said that his method of like forgiveness. Compartmentalizing whatever trauma it was that happened to yeah. And that is that is like so unhealthy. That is terribly unhealthy. Like you have to communicate things that are ailing you because if you're not, they're just gonna fest, mm-hmm. they're gonna fester on and grow. and then you're gonna start lashing out on people you care about, and it's just gonna be a downward cycle of you losing these people you're close to. So pride
2: yeah. is crazy. Um okay, Let's say two things. Okay, one. Go um, as far as positive, I can really think that you should advocate for yourself when people hurt you, for sure. Like, definitely do that. Um, but again, also to Julian's point, I don't remember those people that just like, forget. I don't you know what I'm saying. It's great. it's worked, it's definitely worked, so I don't think I could compromise anything. I don't think I have too many issues as far as those concerned. But I do forget. Like, sometimes it's oh, like, yeah, well, man, what up? Too bad it's over. We just going to move along. Let that be be the case you know hopefully next time we hope hopefully next time it turns out different but if we don't well hey you know whatever you lose something you win something. i have that mindset in terms of things so like i don't ever look for people to apologize to me most people don't do more do things that really hurt me particularly um because i think i want i want the people that do what my i want my emotions on my sleeve so you know something that hurt me or yeah, and I'm just like, just chilling. I do, I think I do what my emotions in my sleep for the most part. But also I think I'm very good at hiding my emotions too. Um, but it's one of those things where like, I'm a forgetter. I don't really forgive people, so to speak. Uh, I forget myself, Like I forget myself. For like, you know what I'm saying? Being able to like, you know, sometimes you gotta take it, move on, whatever. Maybe forget myself, for maybe choosing their own personal friend or, mm-hmm. you know, being myself in that situation um to be hurt or something like that probably but as far as I like, forget it I think I we'll would just to on that. Like sometimes you just need to forget some stuff. Um it may come back later on in life. At that point maybe I will address it. Cool. But I think for that moment like sometimes forgetting may be the best avenue. Especially depending on how much it's like a if it's a problem in terms of like wronging. Um how do they want you? I guess it really depends on that too. But I'm also a good advocate for like something hurting me too. So I think that's one of the things that people I think that everyone should be focused on like being good advocates about something that hurts you. Uh if it did hurt you in that moment, show that express that, you know, whether that's a facial expression, whether it's like, you know, telling them, hey, bro, like you kind of fucked up in this situation. I really think you owe me an apology. Um I think it's one of those things that it just kind of depends on who you are in that situation. But uh but yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, um, this kind of reminds me. I can questions, but I um, really more questions. Um, what do you all think is the proper way to accept an apology? Because I know for me, like, someone can apologize to me and I feel like I'm fine. I'm like, okay, yeah, I accept your apology, I'm okay with it. And then like we are talking
5: about forgetting like i don't forget things like that <laughs> so then, like, i could have already accepted an apology but then i'll bring it up again it, like, properly accepting an mm, that's a good question um i mean i know for myself um like i've at that moment, like, if I can tell, like, if it's not, like, a genuine apology, I'll just, like, call it right then and there, um, and just, like, look, I get what you're trying to say, but that's not really actual anthology, like, if they've not acknowledged it like, after, like, harm or,
3: mm-hmm.
5: um, actually, you know, care about what they're going to do best to kind of, like, correct anything, like, to me, mm-hmm. I'm just going to be honest, but if they, like, John like, Okay, I so said your apology, and um, make sure you're actually doing the steps possible and to actually rectify it. So, like in the future, you don't have to like you're not making the same mistakes um, mm-hmm. repeatedly, um, and not really learning from it. So, I mean, that's how I kind of like view it or go about it. It's mostly just if I end up accepting an apology, like mm-hmm. I'm going to hold onto that because I end up doing the same things so, like. Yo, I thought we've been through this, man. Like, we, yeah. we got this to see, you know, constantly just keep that accountability, especially mm-hmm. if someone that's like close to you. But it's just like, a man, like, you know, person, and like, someday you have to like work with, say, like a coworker. Like, you know, make sure you hold them to that because, um, like, I'm, I'm like professionally, like, say, like an email, I go to HR and say, like, this is how you got me fucked up. Like, I'm not gonna be, so, um, you know, pretty pleasant, but. You
0: know, that's how i kind of go about it so yeah i feel like also um just with um when we we're talking about more about like your friends maybe having a double back i feel like there's a balance like um with me and apologizing and everything i feel like i do work out my feelings by sometimes like saying it out loud or talking to other people so i feel like there's something about like emotional intelligence and kind of just knowing people like around you you know kind of be able to like Read the room if they're not saying something, they just kind of like some people you just know them and you can kind of pick up on something that's not right. Uh, but I feel like also, um, just if there is a problem and the person apologized to you, or like, like, usually I'll be like, okay, I forgive you, or whatever. But like, if you're having a problem, kind of like just thinking about what happened before, or it's still kind of stuck with you, I feel like, um, communication is key sometimes in those instances, just you know, to so be like, hey, well, you know, I know you apologize, but. I'm
2: having a hard time
0: with this. Even if they can't help you, but they just like work through it on your
2: own. So um I think I take ex- apologies. Um usually with a grain of salt, so I definitely do trust the person. I give people grace and I do try to give you trust. But I want to <clears> give you forgiveness because it's one of those things where like yes you you know i trust that you i'm trusting that you're not going to do this again um but forgiveness comes through actions i guess and so i will have to look at your actions mm-hmm. after that and then from there decide can i actually forgive you for that so i don't accept any apology with forgiveness but i also' definitely take it with trust because at the end of the day, like mm-hmm. um at the end of the day people you know make mistakes and sometimes those mistakes were just one-time mistakes but you never know someone's true actions and stuff like that but you also can't just hold that against them forever mm-hmm. um too but but they giving them forgiveness you've accepted that the situation is over i'm not particularly like that like if you've hurt me like there's a reason that you hurt me and so i can't forgive you yet because i want to see through your actions how mm-hmm. this apology. so like for me i think apologies are a two-part thing like you say it with words, but you also mean it with actions. Um, and so I look at people's actions after that particular situation and then go from there. And, um, you know, if their actions are speaking louder than their words, then okay, cool, I forgive you. You yeah, have my trust back, good. But you automatically gain my trust from me accepting it. Because, you know, I ain't going to accept it a positive I if I can't trust you no more. Like, if I can't trust you no more, that's just like, yeah, bro, cool, thank you. But that's it. Like yeah, again, you ain't know, getting like I accept your apology or like that. But they'll thank you. Yeah, you know, you apologize. Cool, great, amazing. Thank you. But you're not gonna get my trust back, you no. Know? And I still ain't forgave you neither. But you know, we'll you know work on both of those at the same time. You know, what I'm saying you gain both of them through your actions after the fact. Um, if that's the case. But um, I definitely accept all the apologies with trust. But I, you know, I reserve forgiveness for later through actions because yeah. the actions and stuff. Mm-hmm. That was pretty solid answers.
4: Then, uh, that's pretty <laughs>
2: <similar to
0: that. laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So, well, I mean, you to say?
2: Yeah. I guess you get the last two questions. Yeah. 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 Or. All right. all
0: them, but if y'all well, to we
2: didn't know. do the communicate similar different to your family. Okay. I don't think we did that one.
0: Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Do y'all feel like y'all communicate similarly to your families, or do you feel like you have your own communication style, different you saw growing up? Mm.
4: I would say, I would say I definitely feel like more comfortable now, like being an adult, because mm-hmm. um, I feel like they just like understand me better. Like they're gonna understand me, of course, and my parents. I think that's like. One thing that they've done a really good job for me is like knowing what's going on and stuff like that. But being able to properly communicate, like sometimes I just be scared to just <laughs> talk to my parents. Sometimes, especially my dad. My dad be scary sometimes. I don't know why. <laughs> okay, like Like yeah, if good. he says if I like have like something I want to do or something I want to ask for, he he stresses to me like, yeah, just talk to me. Whatever you mm-hmm. want, I'm gonna try and get it for you. But there's something in the back of my head like.
0: I don't know about all that, but
4: I've gotten better right now. Where I'm like, I can talk to my mom, I can talk to my dad without having the stress of like, is there going to be some repercussion for me saying yeah. this? So, yeah, it's it's definitely gotten a lot better from this like little transition from uh, being a teenager to being a quote unquote
3: adult.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I know for myself, um, why the, I'm really bad. That's one thing I've been improving on like since you know um like in college is actually being more community with my family because um, mostly I'm like the tough person like you know once I'm busy like I don't really talk to a lot of people unless it's like for like like actual school reasons or something that I need to get done so like other than that like my actual relationship really just kind of like go to crap because I' just I'm more like, about <laughs> on like what I gotta do as far as like academically and professionally mm-hmm. that like my social life suffers and even like trying to keep that is mostly, but if like my parents or like family members that like, call me, I immediately pick up. And so like whatever they need, like contact me, I'm theirs. It's more so like me taking that initiative because like my, my first time in college, I also want to do like reaching out and doing those same mm-hmm. things. So I wasn't getting like the the communication was not reciprocated, so I was like, you know what? Like, I don't need to be reaching out to people. I like, um, I'm like, my time is more important, and like, if I'm like, getting the same energy, then what's the use? No. So, and, and I know like it sounds bad, but it's just like not like trying to be communicative or like you know that sort of thing, but at the same time, it's like, I got my own life. I got other things that I got to do, and like. I just want to be focused on people that are actually working my time. Um, yeah, at the same time, like, I know with, like, my family specifically, I've gotten so much better at, like, reaching out, talking to them, texting them, like, every other day, or at least calling them these once or twice a week. Yeah. So it's... Um, but they've at least recognized that, like, oh, I'm a busy person, like, I can't be there. I can't constantly, like, talk to them all the time. Yeah. Um, but, like... Um, but they... But they appreciate like when I come back home because like I, I rarely go back home um, while I'm like in school or anything like that. So it's always like that. Really where they see me during the
0: break. So yeah, yeah. like even you know me coming home this weekend. This is my first time coming home as a college student right like, during a break, and so I definitely had to navigate like, all right, this is what I'm about to see because I can't see all 500 of my feelings. Was, like obviously, I don't have that many, but like just trying to figure out like, okay, am I going to go here and see this person? You know. We're going to go right across the town and go to, like visit these people. That was definitely like um, just something I had to figure out and navigate that weekend, uh, which was interesting because like of course as much as I would want to see everybody, I couldn't because I literally was only home for like two days. Um, so just navigate, but I feel like going back to what JJ said about coming in as a freshman, that was definitely me. I was like, okay, I will make a schedule like on this day. I'm gonna call this person. And then (laughs) on this day, I'm gonna text this person. Like, once we got busy with Riga, all that went down the drain. Like, it's not that way anymore. And so, what I try to do is just like, if I think of the person, then I reach out to them. But I won't try to be like, oh, yeah, on Sunday this I'm gonna call so and so because that don't be falling down the drain. So, yeah. um, I would say, like, for me, like, my parents, like, Really like did not communicate well, especially
1: um, like when I was a child, and then now we all live in different states, and then like even my brother, like I feel like distance helped us like become better communicators because we have to put in the effort to reach out, and it doesn't have to be an everyday thing, Mm or an every week thing, but we because of like how our communication works, we know that if we call each other. And we do have the time, we will figure up and it'll mm-hmm. be the best conversation ever. But
2: I think sometimes distance or just space in between and getting everybody to rest mm-hmm. makes communication better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, I think for my for me and my folks. Um, I'm definitely digit. I don't reach out to people at all. Like even when I came in person, I don't I don't reach out to people. Um I'm one of those and myself like that is like affected by that but I'm just one of those people who um if you really need to get in touch with me i I'm very easy to get in touch with you I answer, mm-hmm. I take, I take this back pretty quick and I, mm-hmm. I answer phones immediately because I don't like notifications on my phone anyway um so I'm very easy accessible but I don't reach out to people like my family um and I think that's different from how me and my family communicate because they they are very good at reaching out um my mom's texting me at least, at least once or twice, three times a month or so to check in with me. My dad does the same, um, my brothers do the same. And I'm just like, I don't even know, am Just like, I'm chilling, bro. bro. Yeah. Um, sometimes not even that I'm just busy, but you know, that's usually the case that I'm just really busy so I don't have time to reach out. Or I just, mm-hmm. you know, I have so other, many other things to think about, I don't have time to be thinking about, oh, we have to reach out to this person or that person. I am um, just one of those things, like, if you want me in your life, um, you'll make that effort to to give to give because like when I'm in people's situation and presence, I give them my full hundred percent. You know, I try to give them the best of me at all times. And, you know, you just didn't you weren't feeling it at that moment, you don't want to reach out to me after that, you know, too bad, cool, great. Right. You, know, you gotta move along. Um, hopefully next time somebody else will. Um and you know, my two friends have all been they all understood that I don't reach out to them, so they reach out to me. Mm-hmm. Um but they know that when they do reach out to me, like I'm very like accessible. Like mm-hmm. I'm just you know, I'm just dizzy. Sometimes I just don't think about it or sometimes I just don't have time to think about it. Um and then coming here to where it's made worse because I even got, <laughs> got even busier than oh, <laughs> yeah. so. so it's like reaching out is definitely something that just goes down the drain. So if I don't see you on an everyday basis, or I don't need to see you or need to talk to you about something. Did I have to deal with something like that? More than likely, you might want to hear from me. You might, you may hear from me, hopefully, you know. you know. Sometimes I get the urge to reach out to people, but for the most part, like, I'm very much a uh, person who reach out to people on a day for a need, I guess. Um, yeah. Not so much just because like, oh, I'm thinking of you, let me reach out to you. You're like, no, I'm thinking about you, yeah, but I'm not going to reach out to you, bro. It's just, it's just not going to be the case. Um, that's just kind of how it happens.
5: Uh, really. <clears throat> oh yeah, most definitely. Because like I, because like in many ways I'm similar to that. It's just that like, at, because I know like for me like initially, especially when I first got the degree, I was because I was just like the same way. I didn't. I was very accessible. It's only because I just didn't feel easy to contact a lot of people. But I know I was thinking since like my freshman year, I need to be more better at um, being more community, and like reaching out, um, and I just, at that point whenever I just felt like that's it was like, nah, like, why do I feel the need to reach out? Like, people have my number, people know when you're, where to contact me, so if they feel the need to actually contact me, they can contact me fine, like, it's, and at it that point, it's just, like, game back to, like, me and who, like, I was, cause, like, I could have been my freshman year myself, like. I was not maybe, like, the best person to, as far as, like, being, like, emotionally available or, like, trying to, like, actually be as, um, commutative, because, you know, I was just, like, finding myself and, like, trying mm-hmm. to figure out, like, who I am. So, uh, I was, you know, I had the real differences, you know, obviously in a new place, I was a new setting, I can just, you know, try to figure out, and then, um... Once I was trying to get used to like college life, I just kind of got back to like who I was and just you know like learning and unlearning and just even when it comes to like my family too i have I've always like um my parents kind of like is that like we don't really communicate but like we do check in on each other so, mm-hmm. and I've been mean, like almost smoothly like it doesn't have to be like an every week thing or anything like that and just know that if shit hits a fan or like if you contact me, like I'm there. Like always pull through when things when things start to you know, turn downhill, like um, I'm there when people actually need me. Like I just don't feel I just don't feel compelled from that far. I'm just too busy to um, get everything out there. Like I don't just like talk to sake of talking, like there has to be an actual like, purpose behind it, because like our schedules are pretty much like down to a T and like just very little time for like rats are like eating sometimes. So, oftentimes, you just have to be intentional with the time. So, yeah. All
0: right, well, do you have anything else to say or we could do like takeaways and just kind of wrap it up?
5: Yeah, we can just
2: wrap it up. All right. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: it'd be picking up
5: everything. Uh, <laughs> stop moving this mic so much, man.
1: <laughs> like, uh... so much
0: that on. <laughs> like... All right. All right. Well, all right, y'all. So that was basically our conversation. So we're just gonna go into takeaways if we had any and just kinda wrap it up.
3: Yeah. <laughs> or you yourself. Okay.
0: <sighs> uh my takeaway. <laughs> My takeaway is, uh, as far as apologizing, sometimes you might have to double back with people and um, just let them know how you feel because everybody doesn't know. But also, you have to weigh the um, weigh the importance, I guess, of the person that you might be trying to apologize to or kind of reconcile with. Yeah,
1: yeah I guess my takeaway is just that a part of apologizing is just knowing how the person you're apologizing to or the person you're interacting with communicates because no apology is going to be the same for two people. So you really just have to tailor it to them and the goals that you're trying to get out of it. And there's, you can't predict the outcome of it. Yeah.
4: I think that apologizing should not be for, it shouldn't be for like the apologizer. It should be for like the betterment of the person who got hurt. It shouldn't be like, Oh, I'm doing this for me. Cause I need it to, you know, have, a clear conscience. You need to do it because you need to recognize that you hurt somebody. So sincerity is like the main thing that I took away.
2: Um, I took away, I think um, advocating for yourself for sure is, is something that's really big and apologizing. Um, and when you do actually apologize, um, it's not about your perception or things, about the other person's. And um, you should definitely, um, make sure that you're apologizing, not just be able to forgive yourself because you're gonna be living with yourself every day. This person isn't. So you should definitely, um, um, definitely tailor it to that person for them. And then, you know, make sure that at the end of the day, um, if you don't earn that forgiveness, well, that's just a loss to you both, but make sure your apology is sincere, um, but definitely advocate for yourself if someone hurts you for sure. Like it's important that you do. Yeah, I think, like, a main takeaway
5: for me is that um, even when you're apologizing, make sure it's very just immediate and as direct as possible, because you don't want to, like, um, prolong, um, as, like as um, it was, like, mentioned specifically what Ryan was saying, is that, like, there's sometimes there's some time limits to apologizing, and oftentimes, like, some people might need to go through some healing some growth and like realize like their mistakes are messed up but sometimes it might be more detrimental um if you're trying to apologize late, like, if it's like a year or a year beyond um like from like what the harm is done because that person is probably already healed or like already in the process of healing and um plus the attention of like that's an apology it might just you know come across a little blue or something like that and you don't want to be in a situation where you just reopen the old wounds or you want to be in a position where you're creating more harm than your intentions are so yeah. it's more so just my main takeaway is to, like make sure when you apologize or like when you know like you found you're wrong in the wrong do so immediately when the harm is like refreshed fresh instead of just like waiting um, because like, you don't know what to say or how do you kind of go about it
0: alright well thank you guys for joining us for another episode this was season 2 of Melodated Memos episode 2 about apologizing you can find us on Spotify at Melodated underscore memos at Instagram Melodated underscore memos and on Google Podcasts. and we'll see you next time peace
5: Yeah.